Welcome into Audio Bistro episode 13. As I was just saying, God dang, I'm getting old now, feels like. But uh, we got Alex in here from Funkhauser. That is F-N-K Hauser um, from Atlanta. Funkhauser is what, like an alternative, leaning towards now like an indie folk vibe? Yep. Not folk, definitely. sorry, indie funk vibe, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Um, you know, stoked to be supporting Funkhauser. I'm a big fan of the music. I think I got like... Like five songs of y'all's, or maybe five or six, like on Spotify, awesome. like gotten on some playlists. Awesome. And actually, because of this episode, we're going to drop a new playlist next week. Um, it's going to be my alternative spices playlist because everything he, we do here, playlist, <laughs> some dumb take on a food item or food name. Or I something love like that. that. Yeah. So we're going to have awesome. a lot of Funkhauser on that. Um, we're throwing Funkhauser on the Indie Caster Roll Volume 1 playlist. So there's going to be plenty of spots for our uh, fans to go and check it out on Audio Bistro. Um, but yeah. Alex, thank you so much for coming on, man. So to connect. Dude, I appreciate you having me, man. For this sure. Really fun. For and sure. I'm, uh, stoked to be here. So it sounds like we're missing Christian and I'm sorry, the other the other bandmate. Justin, yeah. Justin. So it sounds like we got a three man band. Um yep. so we're missing them, but are you are you lead vocals? Yes. I'm lead vocals and uh guitar. Lead vocals. And then Christian Christian's our bass player, Justin's our drummer, and he does some background vocals and stuff as well. You know what's always been weird to me is weird. Just this is just where my dumb brain branches out to, but like when you talk to a singer, like you know their singing voice, and then like you, just hearing like they're more like most of us, we only ever hear the singing voice, we don't hear them actually like talking, yeah. And so, like <laughs> going from back one to another has always been <laughs> it's strange to me. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever felt that I personally like hate hearing my voice, and I can't imagine like hearing my voice on like something. I, I can't stand it either, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, ironic as that may be, I can't like. When I'm listening, like, I can't listen to Funkhauser, honestly. Yeah, dude. We, you make the music so much that, like, I'm tired of hearing my voice, and I'm like, I can't do it. That's but where I'm at. I, I, I have, like, friends and stuff that are always, like, they they don't think it sounds like me. It's, like, two different people. So, it's, like, I definitely understand that. It's so strange. Like, I'd say, I, I don't even like wa- watching the podcast back because I was like, I cannot listen. Nor do I want to see myself more than I already have to. So, it's like, it's just a, a strange concept right. to me. But, um, <laughs> actually very weird um i hate how much i say um by the way anyone who's ever listened to all my episodes so far i, I probably they probably caught on that i say um a lot and that's like i promise you one thing i'm trying to fix so we're gonna go through this i swear to god i'm gonna say like one more um this episode and that was it i just used it uh actually yep. <laughs> uh, so very weird story sorry i branch off uh i liked your song designer drugs on spotify before i ever had any idea that our friend our mutual friend to bill shout out nabs slumdog the billionaire his his once upon a time DJ <laughs> name. Uh, um, before I had any idea, shit, I just said up again, uh, that he knew you personally and ultimately he synced us up the other day. So right. that, when I went back to listen to more funk cause, I was like, holy shit, I actually have this designer song or designer drug song like on Spotify. This is, this is so weird that now we have like a mutual connection that, that set us up. So, right. Um, Hell yeah. Thought that was, that was probably Nabil like on your phone at a party, just like dude, sliding in a like or little, some shit. Little, like, <laughs> little schemer. Yeah. Nabil cra- I, have, I have him scheming for me all the time. Dude, he cracks so. me up. He's a, he's a funny fucker. <laughs> I love him. Yes, he is. Um, so my favorite song of y'all's is actually it's um, complicated. I think that's a 2021 release. Right. It's kind of more yes. on the indie funk vibe. And we'll, we're going to get into that a little bit more here soon, but please tell me more about designer drugs. You know, are like, are we talking quaaludes <laughs> here or like, how do I know if I accidentally just slipped and fell into a designer drug? <laughs> yeah. So that song was written, man, 
probably 2019. That was before COVID and everything. And that one was just kind of like we were still because we I started in a rock band before all this with uh, the same guys. We had a different singer. So we wanted to transition more into the alternative realm, basically because in rock, it's kind of like one lane. Like there's not much wiggle room to be creative. So we were like an alternative. You can do anything. So we swapped into this new genre and we were like, let's throw some electronic stuff over the heavy guitars. And we just wanted to write about kind of like what touring was like. It was just fucking craziness, you know, constantly not knowing, you know, what city you're in and like just getting fucked up and partying and all that shit. And um, that's basically where the root of that song. And that was one of the first songs we ever recorded. I was, I think, oh, really? part of like the first EP we really did. Wow. We did Everywhere I Go was our number one first song we ever did. And then it was Designer Drugs, Bad For Me. I think Forever. I Don't Mind is it one of them. And I Don't Mind. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So that was like the first little EP. That's kind of crazy because, well, maybe just from time release. passing now, but I think Designer Drugs is your most listened to song on Spotify. Uh, I Yeah, I think it, it is. is. Okay. See, I... I'm I'm very heavy on Spotify, so I know there's SoundCloud, I know there's Apple Music, all that. Y'all are surely on there. I'm, I'm right. Like I, I, all my playlists are Spotify. I try to keep it right there for now. So, Same. So, okay, cool. So that's that's where I'm coming from. Uh, that's kind of cool that y'all were in a band before this. I like, guess let's give me something. You just said you don't really know what's coming up when you're like doing a tour thing. So, so like, what is the most like out there thing that happened when maybe you're going around with that old band or even now maybe with Funk House or any shows? Oh man, just like out there, it happened maybe it wasn't supposed to happen. Um, the amount of stories I have for this, <laughs> how much time we have again? Like <laughs> time's taking. We got time though. We got I time. Mean, Don't worry about it. I give mean, me one, give me one that okay. comes, that comes, comes to mind that, you know, maybe, maybe a kid shouldn't be listening to an epi this episode anymore. Any further from here. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I have, I have one. I can't remember what city, or state it was out in the middle of like no maybe it was like nebraska oh god or iowa or something so. but we showed up and the venue was on fire uh oh and and um a bull had come into the parking lot like a like an actual bull with horns and shit like a bull so i like opened the door there's fire trucks because the basement where the venue was is on fire uh, a bull's in the parking lot and people are freaking out. I'm just like, we showed up, you know, like two, 3 PM, like for load in, and this is what's going on. So I'm just like, all right, fuck this. I'm not dealing with this. I just can't do it. Like <laughs> this is too much. Are you sure y'all didn't walk into a movie set or something like that? That doesn't, that doesn't sound real. What it felt like. That doesn't sound real. It's what it felt <laughs> like. I swear. And the craziest part of the story is a little bit later, these two girls and like sundresses come in with their flip flops. They kick him off, right? Literally grab the bull by the horns and whoom, wrestled it onto its side. Wrestled the bull down, calm it down, and then they went and walked it back. It got out of somebody's yard, somebody's farm. But when we're talking to the girls, like, how the fuck you just do that? They're like, oh, this is just old man, whatever's bull. He gets out all the time. The craziest part, we're coming down off an acid trip right now. So this has been like a lot. What in the what? hell is going on <laughs> like, in Nebraska? <laughs> what? The I don't know. Dude, it was it was so just everything was so over the top. And we actually had um this this guy Digital Tour Bus come out to do like a review of our 
RV and how we were like touring. So he's there trying to capture all this, but he's also like, oh, I think he was probably filming just like the bowl scenario and like all this shit that was going down. But uh, yeah, it was just, everything was just so much at that point. It was just ridiculous. So I, that's one of the craziest moments on tour. I like I, by far. <laughs> I, I kind of I'm kind of lost for words right now because that that whole what from start to finish that whole story was fucked. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. He's gonna distract my get my dog in here soon. I'm sure. Uh, that that's all right. Uh, so that is absolutely crazy. But funny enough, it's Nebraska, and I can't say I'm I can't say I'm overly surprised. I've been to Nebraska once. I know they got a sick zoo, so maybe just maybe there's a, there was a bull exhibit that day and shit hit the fan at the bull exhibit at the zoo. Possibly, wouldn't I wouldn't doubt no idea, it. But not at all. But wow, <laughs> okay, that was more than I was asking for. So I love that. <laughs> I was gonna well, so let's jump into it now. Then, like with the band with the band uh, Funkhauser, tell me something. You know, you got like you mentioned the three the three boys. You got Justin, yourself, Christian. You know, what is one thing mm-hmm. about the band or maybe a band member that uh, absolutely no one needs to know, uh, but we should probably explore further? Man, I have one about myself. Just going through the file, <laughs> flicking through the files right now, finding the good one. Well, it, about about the guys, um, I'm not really sure. What's your guys' relationship like? Um, How long have y'all been together now? So my bass player, I have known Christian since we were 12 years old. Um, we met in like a school of rock and um, grew up kind of on stage playing like our first shows, like covers of classics together. And then I started writing music, um, started coming over to my little studio and we made stuff at like 16. And that's when we met um, our singer actually through a producer who his drummer at the time was Justin. Okay. So those two came in with us. And that's how we formed uh, the band back then. And now it's just, like I said, when we transition, I'm the singer now. So it's just us three. Mm. But um, so I've known Justin, shoot, since 2012. So 10 years. Damn. Yeah, boys. I guess before we go any further, and this is my fault, you kind of told me what Funkhauser is all about. But Funkhauser... Uh, is actually named after Marty Funkhauser on <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, so yeah. we had to we had to talk about that. So you, you were kind of telling me about it the other day, but but, but like, why right. in the hell like made you choose Marty Funkhauser to lead your band's name for here on out? Well, As someone who doesn't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, I watched <laughs> Seinfeld. Larry David's hilarious. Right. Tell me more. Right. So. Larry David is my spirit animal. I love everything Glorious. that comes out of his mouth. He's just hilarious. Human. But when <laughs> when we were coming up with names, it was all over the fucking place. Like it's so hard to come up with like a band name that I don't know, just like sticks. Mm-hmm. So it was that one we were deciding between Fierce Brosnan. <laughs> I don't know why. It was so many Next weird names name, thrown Fierce out there. Brosnan for sure. Right. So I think that's like my Reddit name. That's awesome. Username or some shit now. But um, when we came to Funkhauser, it was kind of just like, we just like how it kind of rolls off the tongue weird. Like Funkhauser. Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of cool. cool. And we, we felt it was like indie and just weird. And the kind of music we're going to make is going to be, you know, indie and weird and stuff like that. So it kind of fit. And then 
like I said, anything to do with Larry David is just like that is. I'm, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan as well. Like my whole family, and then love Curbs, and then it, it just was like, let's do it. That's I mean, it works. It's cool. And I, okay, so as I was saying the other day when we were talking about this, I think I need someone. I think I need someone to fact check me on this. But I thought I heard this. So, um, what I thought with Larry David going to Curb Your Enthusiasm. So this is this is this is the hot take I heard. It could be true. It could not be. Again, I'm not a fact checker. Is Jerry Seinfeld got a lot of the credit for Seinfeld being so funny, as in like, oh, Seinfeld's the funny guy, even though obviously Larry David is, that's, you know, his child, but at the same time, right. everyone thinks of Jerry Seinfeld when they see Seinfeld. Um, so I th- what I heard is that Larry David did curb your enthusiasm to kind of prove that, oh, it's his, he's the reason Seinfeld was so funny. And you, I mean, obviously a lot of people love curb your enthusiasm. You're saying it's kind of like an improvish kind of show. Uh, that is mm-hmm. the theory I've I heard. I don't know if you've heard this theory, but I I mean, it sounds like a check I, out. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm throwing but... anyone under the bus here. I love Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I love Larry. I mean, I could see Larry David being like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just do this to prove it's yeah, me." Yeah, like, absolutely. so I could see it. I, I have no idea. And God damn it, he no saved clue, somebody's but... life. He saved a man's life from yeah. life in prison. If no one. Yes, he yeah, did. you've seen it. If if y'all have, if anyone hasn't seen the Long Shot documentary on Netflix, uh, you can you can probably tell the story better than I I can. But like, curb your enthusiasm was filming. They were filming and they it took him to Dodger Stadium, where this guy and I think his daughter were at the Dodgers game. And amid, mm-hmm. amidst them being at this Dodgers game, this guy's being charged for like murder or some shit like that. And Larry David's camera crew at the Dodgers game, like by the luck of the fucking draw in the entire stadium, this guy makes the camera, like makes the cut on a scene in Curb Your Enthusiasm to prove his innocence that he was at that game and not out on killing somebody. <laughs> what, yeah, what was the, what was the background insane. you told me about it leading up? I haven't obviously seen the episode. So the, the episode is, it's uh, one of the best ones. It's Larry David, he uses a prostitute to use the HOV lane That's to get right. to Dodger That's Stadium right. faster. Savage. <laughs> but he goes he goes to visit Marty Funkhauser, who's down on okay. um, uh, like one of the really good seats because he has no mm-hmm. nosebleeds. And as he's walking back up, the camera's, you know, just sitting in the back of the aisle. And the guy walked into frame with his daughter. And it wasn't in the episode, like they didn't use the footage. Okay. But th- part of it, like if you watch the documentary, you see yeah. him walking right back to like his seat with his daughter while Larry David's walking up. It's crazy. So technically, the band Funkhauser actually saved this guy's life from going from going to prison. I think so. Holy shit, Congrats, <laughs> dude! Good work, y'all. That that's goddamn good work. Got to write a track about. Yeah, that. you should actually. Yeah, champ, <laughs> you should actually write about. That would be a great next track. And I want to. I want to be. Uh, I want to be like on the. You know, the, the producer. Like I want to be like. Yeah, you know, I'll put you on yeah, the credits. Like, I want my name in tiny little writing there because we talked about this. So, gotcha. So that is that's actually crazy. That is, I watch that documentary and like, what are the fucking chances that this guy is in the perfect place at the perfect time? Dude, that's whole one in a billion. We literally, like, maybe smaller. Absurd. Just absurd. Um. But so let's get into your newest song a little bit here. Uh, the newest song, Birdhouse. You released it in July. Yep. This song is, uh, I guess, more so in the last year. So I mentioned my favorite song was Complicated. That was a 2021 release. Um, this song, yep. like we just, like I just said, was a late July release. Uh, in the last year, y'all have kind of gotten away a little bit from your previously normal vibe, which is more so that alternative rock, you know, maybe 
a heavier indie rock and now you're leaning more into the indie funk you know like with the taste of alternative in there like in, in yeah. and in complicated so like tell me about the inspiration for that shift specifically as it refers to like birdhouse and you know like you know why not right. go with that same vibe with some of your most popular tracks like designer drugs or i don't mind or everywhere i go um that's a really good question um thank you i think mainly it's just kind of like our tastes evolve, you know, throughout time, everybody does, you know, with their music taste and growing up, you know, I grew up, I started on the classics with eighties hair metal and stuff like oh, that yeah. into the nineties grunge era into three days, grace and the two oh. thousands era, all the kind of rock band stuff. Speaking my language. Then, right. And then uh, recently, like I've been listening just to, because genres have become so crossover here and there, I've been listening to a lot of like, like this indie style where yeah. it's like resonating with me. So when we kind of started with complicated, we also worked with a incredible indie producer, Austin Bello on that track. Well, obviously, he's, him. He's, obviously a he's a badass. great fucking producer with that name. <laughs> I Austin, <know. laughs> like that. Okay. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, working with him and stuff, he kind of was able to bring like that out of us all the on the creative side mm -hmm. and um I, I feel like you know as a musician and artist i get bored kind of staying with the same thing so it's like i want to evolve as an artist i hope our fans want to evolve with the music mm -hmm. so hopefully you know they continue to follow along like i don't who knows what we're going to do you know five years from mm -hmm. now but um, I think that's definitely a big part of the process is evolving musically. And, and I think that's just part of being like a creative. Obviously, if you're making music, you're, you, you kind of got the creative mentality. Like, tell me one creative person or who does something creative with their, their whatever it is they're doing that just like stays stagnant and does the same thing over and over and over. Like right. look at every major, like, like Seth Rogen, obviously he started in movies, but then he got into producing movies, writing movies, like something like mm -hmm. that. Like, I feel like a creative mind can just never stay in like one lane and it always ends up branching out. So Makes total sense. Yeah, Obviously, exactly. I, I like alternative. Like you said, Three Days Grace. If you were like in middle school when the time Three Days Grace <laughs> was banging and you weren't listening to it, you were oh, absolutely yeah. doing it wrong. And exactly. So yeah. So it's like to evolve more into that like indie folk. I or not indie folk. Sorry, indie like funkish. Um, still with like I said, you guys really do sprinkle in like a really subtle like taste of like that alternative still. That's from your older stuff. Mm -hmm. and I, I I like it a lot. It's you know most people just stick to the indie rock or you know like right. indie dance indie pop type of thing so to kind of mix in and blend the both i, I really like the style I'm, I'm personally as much as i like designer drugs and you know i don't know how to get their hands on my, get my hands on designer drugs but like as much <laughs> as i like that stuff it's really cool i like how the band has shifted you've kind of Thank evolved you. and it's like anything else you got to evolve with the times you got to stay up and that you like you said that indie scene right is kind of ever-changing and you know that's kind of a, a vibe that's just blowing up that indie yeah for sure all those different and i think um definitely and i think um a part of the band will always have that alternative rockish kind of feel just because that's just like embedded in our dna yeah. in in the roots so Dude, like I, we'll always have that little i feel like you want to like uh, let out some screamo shit in some of your old songs did you ever just like want to has that ever like been an idea? I can't scream, so I can't. Like, I felt like we've I'm got probably the worst screamo singer. Okay, of all I time. felt like we've got like close. I, to... I felt like some of these songs was like, is he about to like yell at me really fucking loudly? I... 
Designer drugs, I'm kind of yelling. Yeah, that's, see, that's what I'm saying. Of course, I'm kind of shouting. That's what I'm saying. It's shouting. But I can't do okay. like the oh, screamo. I don't like, know how those guys fucking I, it, do it. It sounds like a child. I don't, like, <laughs> just throwing a temper tantrum. Like, it's bad. I've never understood that music. I'm kind of happy you didn't end up screaming at me in that sense because it, I, <laughs> it's almost worse than – actually, cancel that. It is worse than mumble rap because at least in mumble rap, they mostly have like really sick beats behind it. But like that kind of screaming, we're just like a good flow like, deep in the throat. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. First of all, I have no idea what you're saying. Second of all, you bursted my eardrums 30 seconds ago. So like I'm bleeding from the ears now. It's, and then it's just like really just it's aggressive in like an uncomfortable way for me to listen to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, why are you shouting? At exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't need that today. Uh, so like. Obviously, I think when was your last EP? I think your last EP was called Loy L O Y. Am I right on that? Yeah, and that was a February yes. release, and you kind of correct me if I'm wrong. You kind of sprung it, just sprung it on people, and yes, yeah, so, strategy. How did that work? <laughs> so that EP was like, so we had another one, the quarantine demos, where when we got shut down from COVID, all we did was write, and we had so many of these tracks that kind of went unfinished and you know we couldn't get out to see producers and finish all these like crazy ideas so we kind of just once again just dropped a bunch of random stuff just for people to listen to because you know we needed stuff to do uh like not just the band everybody we wanted people who are bored at their homes during covid like here's just some demos of you know what random stuff we're working on some ideas and Lloyd was kind of the same way um I produced that myself Ooh. and wrote it with, um, it was me and I wrote it with um, Mike Loy. That's why it's called Loy. Just because I Mike? was like, hey, I'm just going to call it your last name. <laughs> like, really? I was like, yeah. Like, I, I don't care. Like, we're just dropping this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, dude, send it what in. Fucking so honor. That, that's good day. It wasn't, even, it wasn't mastered or anything. Really? Like, yeah, it, it was just, I just produced it. Threw it out. I was just like, and that one's kind of more of the alternative, alternative rockish yeah. style. I know it's that. So that one, because Mike Loy is a big rockhead. So well, God, good day to be Mike Loy, I guess. When that happened, <laughs> I imagine just having an EP named after myself. I guess so. That was February. Where is where is Funkhauser in the kind of the cycle now? You know, obviously Birdhouse is a single. Y'all just released like we've talked about, but like mm -hmm. where is. What are the kind of the plans for maybe an EP that doesn't get sprung on us? You know, maybe you, uh, right. Actually promote and like do work. <laughs> not that it's wrong. Not that it's wrong. I'm just asking. I want heads up this time. Um, so right now I'm working again with Austin Bello right now. And, um, Eric can never pronounce his last name, Eric H from, uh, the music playground. But, um, it's kind of uh, along the lines of, you know, birdhouse. Cause that was done with them. And like the the latest track we actually have, I think that we're going to release first, it's called I Feel Fine. It's got like a eighties throwback, but with Ooh. some chunky guitars in it, Ooh. very like upbeat dancey, but it's kind of got some like dark mellow lyrics. Like it's called I Feel Fine, but you're talking about all like these kind of like just crazy messed up. Clearly things. don't feel fine. So yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's the I feel fine text where you know, like, oh, shit. Like, this is a you're lie. Not fine. I'm being lied to. Yeah, exactly. So no plans on in terms of, like, release date? Is that something that's a 2022 plan, maybe? Or is it's, that more we're looking at 2023 at this point? Um, It could be. 
by the end of the year. It's in the mixing okay. phase right now. Oh, okay. Um, Hell yeah. So I'm probably it's towards the holidays. Things kind of wind down, I think. But okay, maybe January would be a good like you know start of the year. Okay, brand new single. Well, and then follow it up with an EP or something like we'll, that later on. We'll be keeping an eye out for it. Don't you worry. Uh, what about Cascara? <laughs> uh, you you were kind of telling me about this little side hustle of yours, um, <laughs> Cascara. It's uh, K A S K E R A for um, those yeah. who don't know. But it's a little <laughs> side producing, like EDM stuff. You know, we we're just listening to a track, the under you, just like the, an actual you under you is yeah, kind of like a right. fucking banger, low key. So what what have <laughs> you, you? Looks like you released that one in shit. That was twenty twenty two as well. That was what. January. Oh, oh shit, this that year? Was January. Um, okay. what, what got you into like, is it just like, again, that creative, like you can never stay stagnant type of thing. What had you going into yeah. this vibe now? Um, so once again, COVID had me branching out into just random, you know, things to learn COVID to do people. because <laughs> yeah, it really did because, you know, I, other than touring, you know, didn't really work. Mm -hmm. So I was just at home just like, all right, I need something. Yeah. And I couldn't keep, you know, buying alcohol. It was just like, that was too much. Yeah, I <laughs> it, was, it was rough. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just was like getting into EDM production because I love EDM music. Oh, yeah. I'm a big uh, Elenium fan, oh, Flume. Yeah. I, I went to Imagine here in Atlanta at the Motor Speedway. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. Got to camp out. Like, I, I love it. Um, so I kind of just, you know, started researching and learning the ins and outs of like how they compress, what kind of layering and stuff that goes into it. And I was really on an Avicii kick for, well, obviously I'm st I still am. But at that time, um, one of the guys I work with, um, his name's Amori Jones, one of the greatest songwriters, vocalists I've ever met. Uh, he sent me an acapella of that. Okay. And then I, went in and changed the beat and sped it up, did my thing to it. And we were like, holy shit, this is really cool. So I just released it, which I haven't done much for Cascara in a long time, but I definitely plan on releasing more. Um, I have a song uh, called Lonely with this girl, Bailey Coates, um, that I need to release. We actually, we keep getting sidetracked, but we need to come up with a release date for it. Well, it's sick. I mean, it's it's a cool vibe. Uh, you you said you ca it kind of when I w we were just playing it before the episode. I was like, yeah, I did think like of each. I was like, what fucking festival is this getting played at? Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it makes total sense. Obviously, we're not calling anybody Avicii here. Uh, no, it's got that. <laughs> no, it's no, got no. that vibe. If for anyone who hasn't heard it, it's that vibe. If you want to check it out, uh, you know, I mean, like you said, I mean, you got you haven't done much in it, like you said, but you know, fifty thousand listens already, and that's just uh, it hasn't been out for half a year. That's pretty pretty damn impressive for just a little side project Thanks. And I, Thank I do you. hope you keep yeah. keep uh keep working on that because i like the music it's cool we'll get on a we'll get that one on a playlist too hopefully hopefully get it out there a little bit more. Sweet. so please keep that one going appreciate yeah, it yeah absolutely so little birdie did tell me that funkhauser may or may not be playing a little snippet of an upcoming track at the end of the episode is that true <laughs> Yeah, it is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, birds <laughs> yeah, don't birds really don't lie. Damn. <laughs> what what do, what are we thinking? What what can we show the people like thirty seconds of uh, some coming up some coming up Funkhauser? So you can decide. Ooh. That you can hear the "I Feel Fine" track that we talked earlier, oh, oh. or there's another one called. 
There's another one called The City, which is a funky, vibey, night driving kind of song. Oh, I love those two. That's, that one's still very yet to be mixed properly. Okay. That one's a, so we think, we think, um, I feel they fine. They kind of both are. Okay. But, <laughs> but, but it works. It's listenable. It works. Yeah, it's listenable. Okay. Sure. Oh, I really it's like not far off. I really like both of those. I wish I had a quarter in front of me because I can't decide. Hold on. Ask Siri. Siri does a has your tails right. Does she really? I think I have I think Siri so. turned off on my phone, but let's try it. Hey Siri, I think I do because I don't like that bitch listening to me. I think I have Siri <laughs> turned smart. off. That's actually very smart. Hold on, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna take this thing. This top part is I feel fine. Okay. The bottom part is the city. Okay, so I feel fine. Let's play. Let's right. let's play the people a little bit of I feel fine. <laughs> but Alex, I guess you know. Thank you so much for coming on. It was a it was a great time talking to you. That fucking bowl story is gonna like. I'm gonna have to like tell more people that because I'm still recovering. I'm still it. recovering <laughs> from, from that one. But it was great to learn more about Funkhauser, and it's I still I find it fascinating that I like heard your music before I ever knew we had a mutual connection that synced us up. So right. again, shout out, yeah, that's shout awesome. Bill, the Bill, that was cool of you to set us up. The homie, yeah, the homie. Uh, but you know, can't wait for more Funkhauser. Uh, can't wait for more Cas Cascara. I'm saying that right? Uh, Cascara. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, thank you so much, man. It was great talking to you. Great meeting you in person or not virtually Dude, in person. Yeah. <laughs> virtually in virtually person. In definitely. Person. I, I appreciate it, man. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, anytime you want me to come back when we have, you know, some more stuff, just let me know. Hell yes. Like I told you on the phone, anyone, any of these early guests, our first, first dib that, you know, recurring guests on the road, if audio B show picks up, <laughs> keep picking up, we're only 13 episodes deep right now. So long way to go. We're still early, but uh, even yeah, you're talking about feeling old at episode 13. I was like, dude, wait till you get to like 205 and oh. shit like that. Like, <laughs> be Joe Rogan in no time. Yeah, the fucking joke. Don't yeah. lie to myself. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you again. Great meeting you. And now, let's kick it over to. I feel fine. Cause I know.